<laughs> Sound like a Tuscan Raider that. <laughs> Tuscan Raider is missing like the deep part of the vocal cords. Wait, I used to be able to do a killer Tuscan Raider. I'm including all of this in the episode, by the way. Oh, no, I was about to embarrass myself. <laughs> do your Tuscan Raider. Oh. <laughs> all righty then. Welcome to Once Removed. Hello, these everybody. Are, these are these are two cousins in the in the entertainment industry, and we we There's just talk about life, talk about culture. Culture is a stretch, but we talk about life and entertainment. Culture is a stretch. Culture, but there yeah, is I don't think we've talked about any culture other than the nerdiest kind. And you know, obviously, what takes the cream of the crop of that is none other, none other than Star Wars. Oh, absolutely. Which is what we're talking about today. How has how has it's so crazy that Star Wars became like a culture? It did. I mean, that's the most ignorant thing I've ever said in my life. But how are people <laughs> so obsessed with this, including us, when we were kids? I'm definitely not as uh, now. But when we were kids, man, and the prequels just came out, dude. Oh, yeah. Like, Star Wars was everything. Everything. There was like a solid two or three years where I think that was pretty much all we could think about or talk about yeah. for the most part. Or a lot of That's our conversations revolved around Star Wars and what was going to mm -hmm. happen next or what did we like. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, we just, I'm, what was I'm, your first I actually think. Exposure to Star Wars. Probably my dad. He he was he watched it in theaters when he was a kid, and it it was it was one of those like bonding moments where we would watch it, and I had all the DVDs. So it was probably yeah, my dad being did. like, "Let's watch these movies." Yeah. What, what about you? Mine was actually you. I'll get to the <gasps> details of that later because it revolves around a specific one of the movies. Oh, I um, don't remember this. Oh, is this something I don't remember and you do? You probably don't remember. I definitely I, I don't. I just don't think you do. But I remember after that exposure, I then borrowed your DVDs and watched them all in episode order with my family. Oh, we watched like two oh. a night, three nights in a row. And that's nice. It was pretty legendary. A, it was a good time. That's a long run. Two movies a night? Yeah. That's long so for me now. <laughs> first night, only going up from the first night, if you know what I mean. Episode one and two, that's what you start yeah. off with. Yeah. yeah. You, so you do one, two, three. But jumping from three to four is so weird. That one is weird. That's a weird kind of mix. I almost prefer maybe just watch one on its own. And, and then, then do two, two or three. three together. And four, and five. And then do and then four, five, and then six. Have you heard about the slash order that people have talked about before? It's like the slash order. Yeah, so they watch four, five, and then then they go back and like prequel. So they might watch episode one, but it's optional, and then they just watch episode two and three, and then they finish with Return of the Jedi. So it's almost like you get the main experience, and then you get a bunch of backstory, and then it's like the epic culmination. Which okay, that makes would be sense. An interesting way to watch it. That is an interesting way to watch it. We might have to do that one day. <laughs> Just take a whole day and watch it in that order. See if it makes sense. Because yeah, obviously actually... watching it... But I've always heard you should... This is how I think you should watch it. Watch 4, 5, 6, and then watch 1, 2, 3. 
They were yeah. they were made like that. I just think watching it one, two, three, four, five, six, yeah, obviously you can, and that tells the story chronologically. But the prequels were written to be prequels. So you a lot of the things in those movies you won't get unless you know what's happened already. Yeah. I completely agree with you. If you're yeah. playing the Lego game though, you don't have if a choice. If you're playing the Lego game. You better play it one, two, three, four, five, six. If you play the Lego game out of order, there's something wrong with you. What something is wrong, wrong with you? With you? <laughs> Unless you want to go straight to the job of the hut level, which I totally understand. That's fair. That. That's fair. That is um also, yeah. I feel like, Vince, today we have to talk about the huge debate, sequels or prequels. And don't answer it right now. Oh, but okay. it is, once the sequels came out, I, this is the end of the episode kind of thing. Once we finish, once we close our ranks, Ooh. then you'll we have to talk. You'll know my answer and before the end of the I episode. I know you'll know my answer before the end of the episode. But um, I feel like we might have I, different answers on this. Oh, maybe, dude. I think we do. I think we definitely do. I, it's hard. I'm going to have to, talking about this, I'm probably going to finalize my answer. Because, spoiler alert, yeah. they're both bad. <laughs> yeah, in it's wildly funny that, different ways. And Exactly. It's like, the prequels are bad for their own reason, and the sequels are bad, bad for a completely different reason. Um, and uh, you'll, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, let's get into it. Let's I think, into I think it. our lists are going to be very, very similar. I honestly think they're going to be wildly different. Except for the top. I think the top of our list... Uh, yeah, the top is going to be the same. the same. I think the top and, and the bottom is going to look the same. And the middle is going to change. You know, I actually don't even think our bottom is going to look the same. Let's see. But oh, no, just dude. for context for everybody, um, we are going to include Rogue One because we've both seen it. Connor hasn't seen Solo. so Sorry. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Or, <laughs> or the, um, the Mandalorian or Boba Fett, which I know those are shows. But So I've seen those three... At the end, I'm going to spoil alert for my quick take. That's going to be my quick take. I'll talk about <gasps> it at the end where I might place yes. those. And I'll try not to spoil it for Connor either, but you can kind of hear my yeah. thoughts on those. So Cool. Yeah, but otherwise, it's going to be those 10 movies, The Main Nine and Rogue One. Mm -hmm. I need to beat it up. Yeah. Um, All right. Bottom, let's, let's hear your let's bottom four, Connor. Let's bottom, hear bottom four? four. My bottom, bottom four. four. So in 10, order. 9, 8, 7 in order. Ten, nine, eight, seven. My bottom, it goes in order. Eight, two, one, nine. Ooh, eight, two, one, nine. So, eight is last the worst. Jedi. Last Jedi. Um, Attack of the Clones. Is that what it is? Yeah. Attack of the Clones, then Phantom Menace, and then. Uh, Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. Okay. Okay. I see where you're coming from. What is? Right. What's your bottom four? We'll we'll do it My and then we'll discuss. Yes, my bottom four is eight, nine, one, seven. Okay. Wow, okay. Yeah. Oh, shoot. There goes my mic. Uh, okay, so <laughs> thank God eight is the worst. Eight's hands down the worst. It was probably one of my least enjoyable movie-watching experiences of my life. Yeah. And it... Oh, that movie's awful. We could, I could talk about how awful that movie is for days. So let's do it. Let's do it. Let's bag on this let's movie for a second. Bag I on this freaking movie with you. Let's just drag it through the mud. Yeah, I knew I'm we were so gonna agree on this. If you didn't agree well, for, on this, first so we I agreed know. on eight and nine being in the bottom, and then 
And one. And one. And one. But you put seven. I put seven and you put two. Um, let's get to that after we talk about why we hate these other three movies. Yeah. Um, I understand that number eight is polarizing. I know there are a lot of people who love it and have it near the top of their list. I so get, wild to me. I, I get certain aspects of that, but I had a hard time watching this film and, and walking away thinking, man, I really don't see how people like it. And I'll give my little pitch about why it's terrible in that you have three sort of side plots going on, right? Mm-hmm. And two of them are completely pointless Yes. to the overall story. And one of them is executed very mediocre. Lee, mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess you would say. Very and obviously, you know, yeah, if you know, if you've seen the movie, you know what I'm talking about. The Poe, the, his name's Poe Dameron, right? Yeah. The Poe plot, yeah. completely pointless. The yep. Finn plot is, guess, not completely pointless, but it's just completely boring and kind of weird. Yeah. And I hate Rose. Yeah. Especially Rose's Rose decision the, at the end. The, to The worst. Like, I was literally like, when he was about to sacrifice himself, and I thought that'd be the end of the movie. Oh, oh my God. Finn dies? That's crazy. No, no. Get rid of that. That would have made me love his character. That would have made me like, yes, that would have been a good ending. I was literally waiting for him to die. Like, how satisfying is that? And then Rose comes in and ruins everything because Rose is the worst character in all of Star Wars. You can quote me on that. Well, no, there's Jar Jar. She is on par with Jar Jar. I, I would agree. I think she's less interesting than Jar Jar. I mean, w- forget the tokenism <laughs> argument, because we're obviously not yeah, the yeah. best people to talk about that. Yes. Just on the basis of the finale alone, her decision to undo Finn's, the only good arc Finn could have had in that mm-hmm. moment would be to sacrifice himself. Yeah. And she just comes out of nowhere and derails it. Like, why? But, yeah. um, she, I mean, I think it's almost easier to talk about what I, the, the couple things I like about this movie versus the things I don't. What are the couple things you actually like about The Last Jedi that actually make it okay? I really, I really got to dig deep for this one, man. I think, <laughs> I think obviously Mark Hamill hams it up. You, you got to love Mark Hamill. I don't like everything that he does. I think sometimes he's too funny. When he's like playing with the leaf and he's like, that's the force. I was like, come on, dude. But um, yeah, yeah. that's like old Mark Hamill humor. I mean like him now, older Mark Hamill humor and it's funny but I just didn't think it fit but I love Mark Hamill I uh Adam Driver Adam Driver is the saving grace of the sequels he is good consistently in the movies and it makes sense it's unfortunate that of the of the new actors that came out of the movies that he is the only one to like really blow up as of right now and he, yeah. he obviously deserves it. But all the other actors are very, very talented people. I mean, Oscar They're Isaac great. is They're doing great. very well. And it's That's true. not Isaac the actor's fault. Well. It's never the actor's fault well, in these cases. None of them are doing badly by any stretch none of the Yeah, they're, they're doing fine. They can cry their way to the bank. Like, that's, but it just sucks that I know they're amazing actors and their career could be better if these movies were written better. And they're not, they are not as respected because of it, which is just unfortunate. Yeah. For, forget even for a moment, like their career being better. Even if this was the only thing they were able to do, their character arc could have been so much better. Finn, especially, is just Hell cheated yeah. out of like a lot of potential. He's like a, you know, stormtrooper turned rebel. Like that's a really cool arc. And it just sort of goes nowhere. And he just fades into obscurity by the end. 
mm-hmm. which, you know, I guess to kind of move off of The Last Jedi. I will say the only things that I really do like about The Last Jedi are, I mean, visually, in a lot of ways, it is really stunning. Oh, yes. It oh, is that cool last to see modern Star Wars action and, like, the throne room the, sequence the, or whatever. The, like, light speed through the, the ending scene of, like, going light speed through this giant ship. That was yeah. so cool. Like, we cannot well, deny how cool that was. It was cool. Even though it made no sense, I know people pick it apart. No it's sense. like, wait, then no sense, because then couldn't you hit another ship in light speed, like, accidentally? Like, yes, you totally could, but it looked it's cool. It's visually amazing. Visually The CGI, great. like, the visual artists of this movie went ham. They it's did a good. great job. Yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. And the use of practical. That's something I will give to the sequels. Mm-hmm. You know, one point towards the sequels. I do like their implementation of practical effects when it's useful and needed. And yeah, there's sometimes where it's CGI that kind of looks bad, but for the most part, visually, it's pretty impressive. And yeah. I guess that gets to number nine, why it's second at the bottom of my list. I actually yeah. debated putting it last. I hate The Last Jedi the most, for sure, passionately. But number nine to me, the bringing back Palpatine thing. Yeah, is worse than anything in the Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. That in and of itself is like wretched. Mm-hmm. It was such a bad, such a bad twist. I mean, how do you feel about number nine? It, you no, had number nine is a little higher on your list. Than me, I had so. it a little higher, and um, my reasoning is we actually watched this movie together. We avoided watching it in theaters because we knew we were going to be disappointed. Do you remember that? We were oh, like, yeah. I'm not watching this. And then we, <laughs> one day when you came back to Virginia, we were like, screw it. It's been a couple months since this movie has been out. And we, we watched it. And the first half is awful. I was like, great, this is terrible. And then what, what there's little, like something happens. I think it's, uh, um, he reveals to her that she is a Palpatine. Then the movie got good. I was like, what? The movie really took a night, like, total 180 and turned into a pretty good Star Wars movie. Like, it, it, so that's, to me, it boosted a little higher because the first half was terrible. Like, oh, the plot of Palpatine coming back and all this and blah, blah, blah. It's terrible. But then the latter half is actually pretty decent. Like, I just skipped the beginning of the movie and watched the last bit. Yeah, you know, I've heard. I think it's because J.J. Abrams directed the end, right? Or wrote the end, something like that. Like it was two people. I think he directed the whole movie. It wasn't supposed to be him. It was supposed to be this guy named Colin Trevorrow who did Jurassic World. But all I remember, the only actually scene other than the ending of that movie that I even remember is um, when like Han Solo appears to Kylo as like a vision on that bridge. Yeah. I thought that was actually kind of a decent scene. It it sat well with me. I just, mm-hmm. but other than that, I don't remember it. Like it just, it was the one I watched most recently, and I don't remember the movie at all, which I, just shows me like I was just kind of you know it's a maybe it was yeah. okay, but I honestly don't remember, and I kind of just thought I was bored. I wasn't invested. Part of that's the fault of the Last Jedi, and part of that is the fault of the opening crawl saying, "Oh hey, Palpatine's returned." Like, yeah, that the is just opening so lazy. crawl that is says so Palpatine. Palpatine returned. That was so like, dumb. Oh. I just, lazy. Yeah, that, yeah, it was. Ugh. It, the fa- it, the fact that it was the opening crawl is worse. The plot twist isn't good, but it could have been a little more like oh, Palpatine's back instead of like, oh, Palpatine's back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I completely agree with you. Like it, the delivery it, was almost worse than the twist itself. 
Yeah, it was it was um, pretty awful. That that made feel? it. I feel like it could have been regarded as a great twist. You know what I mean? That's something that could have been better, way better. It's just uh, the crawl ruined it. I don't. Not that it's good. I don't think it would have been a good twist either way. It could have been better, but I don't think it would have been. I mean, they literally slapped his ginormous face on the poster before going to they the movie did. and then put him in the open they crawl. Did. It's just like, buy your ticket, watch watch Palpatine come back. Okay. Was it whatever. the same actor? It was the I same actor, know. right? I think it was. I think it was. They must have paid him a lot. The dark but side of the force. Ray, you are my grandbaby. Ray, um, yeah, I was alive. <laughs> yours is way better than mine. Yeah, <laughs> that I, I got that a just little better. <laughs> 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 I'm a little better at that than you, Vince. Love you, but I'm, you, you yeah. are. Um, why did you put uh, episode nine above episode one and two? Okay. Well, actually, just, let's just talk about episode why above episode one, and then let's talk about two versus seven. Yeah, so episode one, the only really... There are two like good parts about the movie, and it's Ewan McGregor and Darth Maul. The whole movie is... I feel like everyone Not forgets Liam Neeson? how... Uh, Liam Neeson? Liam is good. I forget about Liam Neeson. I forget he was... Yeah, like the, the Obi-Wan Liam Neeson plot, and then Darth Maul. Everything else, I was like... What obviously young Anakin is annoying, and he's it, I don't know. I feel like all of I feel like the prequels are just very mediocre in, in the sense of that movie is like eh. The be- ending scene, once again, is the best part of the movie, hands down. That long lightsaber fight, it's amazing. If people, it you know, in the music, it's the music amazing. It's pretty awesome, classic. Classic. Wow. It like do you remember how hyped that was when he like whips he like Darth Maul yes. just bew, bew, like the double blade? Do you remember the first time you saw oh, that? Yeah. You're like oh, yeah. as a little like four year old, you're like, Oh my god! <laughs> oh so sick, boy. It's so <laughs> sick. Let's not question the logic of it, because how oh, do you the, fight with a yeah. double bladed sword? <laughs> it's sick. It's awesome. It's so sick. And they used so it sick. so well in the choreo. And obviously, I'm praising this movie right now. But if you rewatch it, it's very, very mediocre. Oh, it's more than. It's worse than mediocre. It's bad. I, honestly, it's not it, a like, good the movie. The opening of this movie is darn near unwatchable. Like, there are characters in the beginning that you walk in, you're like, they kind of border on racist, like the Federation <laughs> Federation guys. If anybody's They're coming seen the movie, through. obviously, you know what I mean. It's clearly not the most, uh, you know. And then, then don't even get into the implications with the Gungans and that kind of stuff. I don't really, and I don't uh, know. That's a whole can of worms. I just think it's like Misa it racial stereotype. It really, it really can feel like that. I but okay. That aside, obviously, I think it's just like we weren't um, alive when this movie came out. No, we were we not. were born like really shortly after, but mm-hmm. we didn't have that experience of being like, oh, we grew up with Star Wars, and now we went to the theaters and got disappointed by that. Yeah, for us, that was the Last Jedi. So we don't like passionately yeah. hate this movie in the same way a lot of people might hate it, and I totally understand that because it's not a good movie. But I I, just, what I will give it is, is it like actually add something to the world? Yes. Building? Well, no. Compared, what the no, hell are okay. what the hell are midichlorians? Actually, no, no, no. Take, I take that. Okay, let me amend what I'm kind of saying. It is <laughs> benign in terms of what it does to the world building. Yes. It doesn't detract from the enjoyment of the other films. You watch it. 
Phantom Menace, and it's not like, oh, now I can't enjoy uh, the other Star Wars movies because Phantom Menace mm-hmm. exists. It's just like, it's just there. And if you want to ignore it, you can kind of ignore it. Really. Yeah. You really can. Like, I you don't even have to watch it. That's the beauty of most of the prequels is plot-wise, if you just highlight the plot and what happens in each of the movies, it is a good lead-up to Darth Vader. It's Darth Vader's yeah. story. It's a, it Anakin is. has a good story. But it, you watch the movie and you're like, what? So the main plot of the movie is not bad. It's just everything else is. Yeah. And I, I think Vince was right. We didn't get crazy disappointed by this movie because we were raised with it. Yeah, 100%. So, we like, have nostalgia for it. Yeah, we just see it as a bad movie. Or like, haha, this yeah. is a bad movie. Versus like The Last Jedi, where, yeah, it's a bad movie, but we're like, God, The Last Freaking Jedi. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, so, yeah, that's mm. one. It's just not good. It's not it good. Isn't. The ending fight scene, Darth Maul's amazing. Um, I'm so happy they're, they're the Obi-Wan Kenobi show is coming out. Oh, that's going to be so sick. I hope so. That will be cool. Yeah, it comes out next like month. Cool. That soon? Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Or, or well, May. Depending on when you watch this, you know. Yes, it, it could be. Up. It could have already come could, out. Early um, 2022 at some point, hopefully. Well, now, anyway. Are we going to talk about two and seven? Because two is I on my say list. one last thing about yeah, go, one. Go ahead. Um, I do think there is something to the overall like uh, good structuring of the prequel trilogy. And I think you're right. On paper, this seems like a nice addition. But when you watch it, it does kind of feel unnecessary. And mm-hmm. I feel like that's the reason why, even though the other two prequels share some of the same problems of this film, I think this one sits down with the sequels for me. Clearly, I like the sequels less. That's already apparent by my list. Yeah, that's but, very clearly apparent. <laughs> but like, this is the only prequel... This is the only non-sequel that's like in my bottom four, let's say, because, um, you know, it's kind of unnecessary, and that's just like you can't you can't really reward a movie for that, I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing too is Jake Lloyd, the actor who played Anakin Skywalker. People, I know people aren't really hating on him anymore, but when that movie came out, I just find it so ridiculous that people hated on a child actor. So yeah, heavily. that was dumb. And he wasn't even bad. Like I watched the movie, and it's like he's he's actually. I, I don't think they needed to have Anakin as a kid in general. That's the fault of no. the, the writing, to he be honest. Been, they shouldn't have he had should have been older, like at like, yeah. like 16. Start with him as a Padawan. Start with episode two. I mean, that's sort of the big thing that I think. It's just like, you kind of just like, start with episode two. Well, his backstory makes sense, because then the stuff in two, like his mom dying, and that then it doesn't make sense. You have to kind of get that's where true. he comes from and, and see where he comes from. And I just think they should have gone a little bit older because he's like 10. And then it's also weird because Padme is like, it's Natalie Portman. She's like 30. At the time, at the time of she filming, that movie? Oh, at the time of at filming, the time she of was film, like a teenager. No, she was not. Really? She definitely was. Yeah, yeah. She, but she definitely was well, older than him. She's definitely older than him, I think is the yeah. big thing, by like a significant amount. Ooh, Bless you. Bless you there, buddy. Like, <laughs> Yeah, but she's we're definitely already, so we're already talking older about episode two, and then it's weird. Okay, so we're uh, talking about episode two. Episode two why, is number. Why is, is episode two worse than episode seven for you? And then I'll say why I think it's the other way around. Episode two is the movie I remember the least. I remember nothing about it. I that so you were saying like ooh nine. I t- took nothing away. Yeah. Um, 
I don't remember anything about two. Nothing. Other than the last scene where they're tied to the poles. Like, and then oh, the wow. Mace Windu comes down. I remember nothing about the movie. I should probably rewatch it, but that's the one movie I'm like, I don't want to. I watch one and three, and I get this exact same story. Like, <laughs> hmm. that's what I... That's what I feel. You so, put, did you put two below one, or did you put one below two? I put two right below one. Oh, below so eight, one. two, one, Interesting. nine. Mm-hmm. Because here's wow. the thing: I remember uh, the Darth Maul. I remember all this stuff, and I look back more fondly upon one than I do two. And I enjoy, I enjoy watching one, even though it's bad. <laughs> so I don't remember two. I don't remember it at all. I think mm. as a little kid, it was my favorite, and I do not remember it now, which is funny. That is interesting. Mm-hmm. Man, I, I just feel differently about 2. I know 2 gets a lot of deserved hate for the bad dialogue and romance yeah. and too many political oh, the, scenes the that get dragged pear out. Scene. Oh, is that the, the is that the movie with the pear scene? The sand, yeah, the whole that whole line. I, I mean, like yeah, sand. it's bad. But to be honest, to be honest... The mm-hmm. the stuff that is good in this movie, I think, really works. Like the what is opening, that? to me, is real. Well, not the beginning, beginning scene. It's a little bad CGI, kind of. But what was the, the opening? Whole, like I literally Padme attempt assassination attempt, where it's like, like the little vial comes in to try and oh, that's kill the Padme second R2, movie, and then they go through like the the um. Coruscant plant, Coruscant as a planet, and like they're yeah they're on the speeders and just mm-hmm. like visualizing Coruscant as a kid and now like it's a cool planet and this is like the first time we really get to see how it works and and operates and I really like that opening I actually while the clone stuff has some problems and it can feel like the fights between the clones and the droids are just faceless armies the overall plot of the Jedi's using clones and the stuff it kind of explores on a rewatch. Or, like, if you've seen the Clone Wars and have that kind of baggage with it, like, it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of an interesting question to pose. Like, okay, these kind of benevolent Jedi are using this army that's a little bit screwed up. It's a little bit screwed up to use clones for the explicit purpose of dying for your army cause. And yeah. it's kind of an interesting plot to explore. And you kind of, it's almost like a retribution for the Jedi that they end up getting killed because of the mistakes they make by using clones. It really feels like it's that. True. I think that. I think that's a cool plot, and I like that it starts right here. And I think it adds... I feel like this one is... You can't not watch this one, in my opinion. I think it adds too much to Star Wars that is really good and flushes out the world in a lot of good ways, like adding Django and... Yeah, Django was dope. I'm remembering now. I think I'm blending movies because I... (laughs) I literally was like, oh, yeah, Django's in the third movie. Like, no, he's not. Django's in the second movie. Yeah, he's the second Um, one. That's dope. Also, uh, obviously, Ewan McGregor. How okay? How oh, Adam Driver? It. How Adam Driver is the best part of the sequels? Ewan McGregor is the best part of the prequels, hands down. Totally fair. Yeah, that's a very fair comparison. Mm-hmm. And um, also, Plo Koon. <laughs> He's so sick. Plo Koon is. Don't so tell sick. me why I love Plo Koon as a kid. Plo Koon is to the this coolest. day, Plo Koon was my favorite character. And he only got better in the Clone Wars. I was like, <laughs> yes, Plo Koon. Plo Koon. Oh, man. Plo Koon spinoff show. <laughs> Can we get I that? I need a Plo Koon. He needs to be in Obi- Obi-Wan. Oh, gosh. He needs to be in it. Um, okay, I get what you're saying. Two, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. 
to move I, things I, along. I just had to put it down because I didn't know it. I get you. I hear you, and I totally like. I understand that it's been a it's been a minute, and it is kind of one of it's the middle part of a kind of bogged down trilogy anyway. So it sort of just bleh, like blends into the other two in a yeah. lot of ways. Uh, but moving on to why I think seven is worse, which I know is, I want to preface this by saying, right before I moved away from Virginia, where both Connor and I grew up, mm-hmm. one of like the last big things we did together was probably have the best theater experience of my life. I think that is the Same. best theater, theater experience of my life. We Same, went to this absolutely. one screen theater in Portsmouth, Virginia called The Commodore and watched The Force Awakens as it was coming out. Like pretty, like opening weekend, let's say. And it was just such a cool experience and the movie was just such a fun time. And I just remember having like a real blast with that. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I remember leaving the movie like, what's going to happen next? So that's why yes. seven, is, 7 is obviously higher on my list. Why is it so low for you, man? Well, that's the key. That's the point. Is that whole movie, the only reason it would be any good is dependent on what it's followed up by. A lot of the intrigue of the film is oh. set up. A lot of the intrigue of the film is okay, this is basically just kind of a, a reskinned rehash of episode four, but I'm okay with that if what's following afterwards fleshes it out and makes it a more rewatchable, enjoyable experience. But every question that is posed is answered horribly in the next couple of films, and yeah. this film just leaves me feeling completely hollow. Um, I have no reason to revisit it because I don't get any enjoyment now that I know what happens afterwards. I will give them credit for, you know, reinstating practical effects, having a really solid score. Yeah. Um, killing Han Solo finally. I know a lot of people didn't mm-hmm. like the way they did it. I love that. I thought no, it was, that was great. due time. That was great. Due time. Um I thought that I thought there was a lot to like, but to be honest, other than being better than the Phantom Menace, I'll give it that. I think it deserves to be higher than the Phantom Menace in a lot of ways. I think that there is a laziness to it when they knew they didn't have a plan afterwards i think you can get away with releasing that film if what you follow up with is actually going to be good but man i i'm bitter about that movie now because okay, it's like so you lied it's a false promise of things <laughs> to come i i totally see what you're saying and it makes sense but i judge the movie as its own movie i i my judgment of the movie was just seven and yeah i don't it's not rewatchable now it's not because it's bad, but it's bad to watch and be like, oh, yeah, she's freaking Palpatine or whatever. It's like, but yeah. at the end of the day, I, it's a, it, at the end of the day, that movie is well made and well acted and great effects. I, I think it's a good movie. The problem is they wrote that movie and had nothing else in mind. Isn't that, isn't that right? Like they wrote, the, yeah the movie and literally were like, oh, after the movie came out, they were like, all right, let's write the next one. What happens? It's like, well, yeah, they, they made a good movie and even with the prequels, they're not good, but they lead into each other very well. They obviously thought of the whole story before everything else. And I think seven is so good of a setup for, it's a great setup for something. It's just back to form. It's, it's basically episode four, not as good, but it just in, in general. But, you know, that's what it is. And yeah, but, you're right, mm. they just didn't deliver. So I'm judging that movie purely based on 
it's it itself is a movie not what to argue that point on your mm-hmm. terms kind of just itself as a movie without the baggage of the other two that follow um i i think it's like yeah it's a return to form but it's too much of a return to form to the point that you have a planet called jakku that's basically just knock off tatooine okay that's lazy yeah you introduce the first order which is knock off empire and it mm-hmm. completely undercuts the ending of the return of jedi you know it's almost like okay so we're back to square one with different names well, it's like, it, well, why? Having sequels that's kinda at lazy, all was kind of lame. Having any sequel at all, I understand. Jakku, yeah, that's a little more lazy, but it, it, it would have undercut at the last step. It would have undercut the original series, no matter what it did. Like, how do you have villains? How do you do? Of course, it's gonna under. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, then I, any I sequel is gonna do that. I don't know. The, I don't this, know. The original trilogy ended. It's done. So adding sequels is like, well, what are you going to do? You kind of have to not retcon things, but okay, that whatever. You you do have to undercut it a little bit. I tend to disagree with you a little bit on this because I think where the ending of the, the Return of the Jedi leaves you is, okay, now the rebels have the power. Now they get mm-hmm. to build their own new order, kind of. And you've seen in the prequels, yeah, their prequels are bad in lots of ways, but a lot of the good conflict that happens, the Jedi are in the power position, or at least they think they are, Palpatine's behind the shadows. But that's intrigue. That's a lot of good conflict. And th- everything that was happening in the original trilogy was building towards the Rebels having that power position in films to follow. And when you instead start off the movies and they're, oh, they're the resistance against an uh, Empire order, that doesn't make any sense. And it, that's what I think is undercutting in The Force Awakens. Got it. I mean that uh, I'm, this is dark, but if you look in real life, it's what happens. A rebellion takes. I thought it would have been. What if it was uh, in the new villains in the movie were the rebels? You know what I mean? Like yeah, they could have done that. I mean yeah, they, they re- could have done mean, that. Well, they kind of did, but they just did it with the Jedi, and I thought that was lazy. I thought that was stupid, to be honest. Yeah, that was a little. It's like dumb. oh, maybe Jedi and Sith shouldn't exist. Oh, but that that's a whole you know. That's a whole okay. thing. Let's what go to the next list. What are your Next middle three. Um, middle three? three, Connor? Middle three. So that's number six, five, and four. Yeah. Or yeah, six, five, four. Six in that order. It's three, seven, and Rogue One. Three, seven, Rogue One. Damn. Yeah, dude. Okay. You know my opinion on three, bro. I. Okay. All right. What's your All list? Right. Mine is two. Um. Oof. Two, Rogue One, Return of the Jedi. Oh, my God. You didn't just do that, bro. I did. That's how I feel about it. Dude, three is not that good. It's Let's not. That. It's not Let's that good. Let's get to good. that after because my three is <sighs> higher on my list than yours. We'll, we'll save that. We already talked about two. We already talked about seven. We don't need to go back into Return those. Return of the Jedi there. Why wow. is... Why is Rogue One? Let's just talk about Rogue One in and of itself. <laughs> you're heated, I love you're Rogue heated. One. Rogue One is a great movie. You're pissing me so off. So Rogue bro. One for you is number four. Yeah, Rogue One for me is number four. I just think okay. it's so that was so interesting. Yeah, look at the rebels. No one has the Force. No one is a Jedi. No one. They're just the people. That was such a good idea, and it was executed so well. It was so cool. And then in the end, spoiler alert, them all dying was like, whoa. But it worked. I thought that movie was just really good, and it's really rewatchable, and it's super 
fun. Any movie with Alan Tudyk as well, I love. Uh, I don't know who so Alan Tudyk I, is. Who's, who's Alan Tudyk? He was. He's the robot. He's oh, been oh, in a okay. bunch interesting. Of yeah, interesting he, take. What's the robot's name? To be honest, I don't remember. K2SO, I think it's something. Oh, yeah, that's actually, yeah, wow, good memory. Jeez. Yeah, that's him. <laughs> and, uh, K2SO, uh, how did you how'd you pull that one out? I don't know. Because I like Rogue One. Um, that's, ah, okay. I think, no, I think Rogue One is just super good. It's a faithful adaptation. It's like, it's what the sequels could be. I think that movie is better than all yeah. the sequels. So I put him above. I also think it's better than all the prequels. It's better made. It's better written. It, it's more faithful to the original. It's completely faithful to the original story while adding new things, adding new characters. You get to see a different perspective on the war and the rebellion. I thought, how, how good? I put it, yeah, I, it's number four. Dang. You know, I agree with your statement. That it's better than all the sequels. It's what the sequels should have felt like in a way. Mm -hmm. I yes. really do like it in and of itself as like a selection for let's do a Star Wars spinoff story. Oh, let's pick the rebels who got the mm -hmm. the disc drive for Princess Leia. Like that's cool. I like that yeah. idea. I think it's a unique prequel. The Vader stuff is sick. The, mm. the oh visuals God, yes. are probably the best in the entire series. I would say. Yeah, I at least might they agree feel with you like on that. that. One. I mean, like they're as good as a modern looking one could be. Uh, actually, I don't know. Maybe not the best in the entire series, given like the time and context of the other films. But they are really cool. They're great to watch. Yeah. Um, I just think my problem with it is I don't connect with the characters at all. Like they all die in the end. I feel nothing. I don't care you about their nothing? journey. Wow. I'm there for the action alone and the vibes and Vader. And I think for me, it's the perfect baseline of an inoffensive, does basically nothing wrong movie that's. I can just turn on, turn my brain off, and enjoy what's happening on the screen without giving one iota for what's going on because wow. I don't remember the characters' names. I don't care about them. It does not. I mean, it attempts to in the beginning with, you know, her dad and everything. I just don't buy it. Is that her dad or her brother? Her dad, like, gets uh, taken off because he, like, has... He's the one who designs the Death Star, right? He's almost, like, designing the Death Star at gunpoint. I think it's an yeah. unique one. Or building Some, the Death Star because they already kind of had the design. Like but yeah. I think um, it's cool. It's cool. It's a good. It's a good movie. I'll say that. And you, what number it's is just that for not, you? It's number five. It's like okay. Yeah, dead that's middle. that's an, yeah, that's an basically the same. That's understandable. Yeah. What uh, do you think? Okay, let's moving on from Rogue One. Unless you have another thought to throw out there. No, that's that's what I I get. What you're saying totally yeah. makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. Um, I I agree in the sense I don't care about the characters as much. I just think it's a better made movie, better written movie than the prequels and the sequels. Okay, yeah, and the, your list reflects that. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's above okay, all of them. Let's, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Um, so we talked about I seven. I, That's talked about seven. number We only really on have list. number... I put number th six as my fourth, and you put See, number three as your sixth, sixth. I believe. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. so you put seven above three. Okay, um, you know, our lists are showing... Real differences here now. They clearly. are, dude. Uh, how? Why? <laughs> how on earth? How on earth could you put Return of the Jedi below number three? That's that's where you're wrong. That's the question I, you want to hear. That's what that's you want. The, okay. How can you put that movie below? It's it's the end of the series. It's the, that movie is great. That you that was mm. one that might have been other than two. Like I said before, I think that was my favorite 
of the series when I was a kid. I loved that movie. I'll give it this. It's definitely like basically like watching the movies with you as a kid. I think that's the one I've seen the most is Return of the Jedi. I remember mm-hmm. we put that one on a lot because it's one, even if you don't have time to see the whole thing, you can easily watch that Java section and just enjoy mm-hmm. the heck out of that. And then if and you have to turn Princess it off, it's Leia. like, <laughs> whatever. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely, that's definitely the only reason it's good. Um, Bro, but that one's just, that's not the only no, I'm joking, reason I'm it's jo- good. I'm, oh, I'm oh, I thought you meant the whole Java scene. Oh, I thought you meant, no, the, I, no, I thought you meant um, the, just the Java scene. Not, not a, joking about my, my bad. Here's why I have Return of the Jedi below um, Revenge of the Sith. Here's why. Return of the Jedi is, in, in my opinion, entirely... Ah, I don't, I don't want to hate on it too much because I obviously do like the film. Like It's my fourth favorite Star Wars. I think it's a good enough movie. It's just the Death Star, again, really. The I like the Ewoks in and of themselves, but it's a precursor mm-hmm. of of uh gungans to come um (laughs) i think han solo has nothing interesting to do the entire movie he should have died at the end of empire strikes back which yes is sort of the fault of empire but the way they handled him could have been so much better uh there is a scene my single probably most boring scene in star wars to me is the scene that's that debt like that halt from when they get off jabba you know tatooine and away from jabba and it's just like them planning out the Death Star strike or like mm. the invasion and Mon Mothma's talking to like the rebels. I yeah. My brain just goes into snooze <laughs> mode so hard during that film. I, I, I honestly, I've tried rewatching it. it. To me, it feels super disjointed. It's like there's three different movies happening. You got mm. the Jabba stuff, which is good. You've got the um, Ewok stuff, which I also think is good. And you have the... The Death Star stuff, which I don't think the Death Star fight itself is good, but I think the stuff on the Death Star with Luke and Vader and Emperor, obviously that's like the best stuff in the movie. That's amazing. But they put together in a way that, ah, it feels weird. And knowing that the production, they actually took the Ewok plot from another sci-fi movie that was being developed at the time. They literally bought that film out just so that they could reskin it and put that in Star Wars. It's not a bad idea. You know, the littlest guys defeating the biggest empire. But it's like, I don't know. I don't know. I just kind of have beef with the movie. I feel like it's a little lazy and could have been a lot better based on what the two films that preceded it. Yeah. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. And I guess uh, you'll, I mean, when we get to my top three, I just think. Oh, wow. I'm curious to see where you put it in your top three. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It will, when you, uh, man. Okay. Putting it How about below three is that's the sin to me. That's like okay. Let's hear then. Let's what hear. You let's just do the top number three. three. Let's hear what you hate about number three first, and then we can talk more about why you think six is better and why I think three is better when we get to them. And dude, do you remember lists. we had this debate one day, and we were like, let's watch three, and we watched it. I remember vividly. You at the end went, yeah, that wasn't that good. It's not that good. It's it's a prequel. It's really not that good. The story is good, sure. But like, I re, I re I have rewatched that movie multiple times. Going, is this movie good? And every time I'm like, no, it's really not. One, I think the movie is ruined by how terrible of an actor Hayden Christensen is, and that is a oh, hard don't take. Don't hate on him. That, how, don't why? Hate on him. Why can't I hate on him? My boy he's Hayden. not a good actor. He's not I a good actor. I think he's fine. I think he's him fine. Him next to no him next to Ewan McGregor is like, 
It's like watching a professional Shakespeare actor act with a 10-year-old. Like, Ooh, he's not... You're hitting he's him not, hard. <laughs> yes, he's not, he's not a good actor in that movie. He is... The mm. emotions that he's going through and, like, his line delivery is terrible. I feel like that him alone knocks the movie down, like, two points. It's not... Liar! What are you? It's like, what are you doing, dude? Stop. <laughs> I don't... He's not good. It's not good. And... I don't feel I think it. the movie, it's it. the best prequels. It's the best of the prequels. It's the most okay, emotional. We can agree on that, happens. clearly. We can definitely agree on that. But it's not better. I think Rogue One is better than that movie. Because it's, once again, it's poorly written. It, I don't know, dude. That movie just kind of pisses me off. Because it's not that, it's not, it's like Phantom Menace. It's okay. It's okay. It tells the story it's trying to tell, but oh man, hey, I just think overall know, the movie's okay. not made well. General Grievous is awesome, but even then he died. Like he just kind of dies. Hmm. He just right, kind of dies. What's your number three? And then we number can. Th- I'm sure eventually we'll get to be able to talk well, about. So why. we'll just do. We'll just do three. Two, just tell one, me your third. Uh, like my third yeah. is six. So okay, okay. Of the original, and my third I did is not three. That's what I thought. I think we have the same two. The same one and two. I think so, too. I think that's... Um, I was expecting that. Yeah, for um, sure. Uh, okay, now we can talk about why do you think six is is deserving of the third spot, and then I'll say, I guess, why I think number three is deserving of it, the third spot. It just wraps up... It's with the sequels. It wraps up the original movies we loved and everyone loved, and it does it well. It ends. It ends the series. I actually think they probably could have been smarter, and I remember watching um, the Avengers movies, and Avengers Infinity War came out, and I was like, all right, they're going to end it, and no, they did a four-part, so everyone thought it was going to be a trilogy situation, but it's a quadrilogy, whatever. There are four movies in that series, and um, I feel like Maybe you're right. There's a lot happening, and they could have benefited from maybe even splitting them into two more movies. Or, or like, hmm. okay, there's all the Tatooine stuff with Jabba, and then they escape and, like, end of that movie. And that'd be long, but you could dive into things more and have things play out more naturally with it being longer. But, I don't know, three, I just think six is a better movie. It's better made. It's better acted. It's better written. Hmm. Okay. I like. Hmm. It's hard for me to argue with it because, like, I agree with what you're saying. But on the other hand, I I look at six and I see a movie that doesn't have a clear idea of what to follow. Like, I look at six and I think, okay, they know there's supposed to be a third one. The question is, okay, what can we put in it that'll be interesting? Oh, let's do the Death Star again. Let's do this. Let's do that. Whereas three, I'll get to why I like number three more. Yeah. Number three is a movie that has like a solid idea and it executes on it. Not perfectly by any stretch of the imagination, but the idea that it has that solid to me is like really solid. The plot of this movie is fascinating, I think. Like, the intrigue that's going on, like the actual pol- like the politics of the film, the stuff that people hate about the prequels for the most part, and this film like land so well for me. Um, the every scene has stuff that's bad about it, either it's CGI or dialogue, mm-hmm. but 
it's hard not to love what's actually happening in the scene because every scene has purpose for the most part and it builds towards his transformation, which is, again, I get what you're saying. Like the film has very, very clear problems, but Mm -hmm. it's hard not to go back and watch it and enjoy it and just be like walking away from the movie feeling like that 100% added to my experience of the original trilogy. It packs a lot of punches with, you know, Order 66, and even if you didn't feel or buy the relationship between Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen, you feel it crumble, and it culminates in an amazing duel. And I at least respect the heck out of, like, George Lucas's ideas in this film and him making this movie with those plans in mind and being, like, this is a culmination of a war and another rebellion, and, like, I don't know. I think, like, those are really solid ideas that make sense, for the series, whereas Return of the Jedi's ideas kind of just feel like they're just thrown in there. <sighs> okay, I get what you're saying. I'm gonna, I'll agree with you. Yeah, sure. But I just see those flaws. You're talking about, oh, there's flaws in every scene. There's flaws in every scene. There's <laughs> flaws in every scene. It's like <laughs> every uh. scene you can walk away going, that wasn't that good for this reason. And that's what we said before. The prequel's overall plot is great. All of them. The overall plot in each movie is great. Everything in it isn't. <laughs> so, yeah, the yeah. third is the best of <laughs> the know. plots of the, se- of the prequels. It's the best. But, like, it's not, it's not that good. It's the best of the prequels. It's better than the sequels, I will other than seven, I think seven is just it's just back to form. I enjoyed it more. Um, yeah, man, I just see it. I don't know. It's it, I, the problems for me outweigh. There are so many that I can't ignore. What is? I can't ignore what's going on with the problems in that movie. And yeah, I'll rag Hayden Christensen all I want. He's so bad in that movie, and I haven't seen him in anything since. That's fair. You know what? I, I, my takeaway on this is sort of, um, you're right. There are a lot of problems inherent in the prequels. They're all on display in episode three. And I think there are the best things in the prequels in episode three. And it's sort of, what do you value more out of a Star Wars movie? Um, is it the delivery on each scene being executed well? Which is something, of course, to value in a movie. Like, that makes a movie good. Mm-hmm. Or is it just the overall world building and that sort of aspect of it? And this is a movie where I can turn like my Star Wars nerd brain on and enjoy it more. Okay. Maybe like my movie nerd brain kind of comes off and I'm like, okay, this is kind of a bad film. But mm-hmm. in terms of like full on Star Wars, my I just have a fan. Like I have I have fun. Yeah, I think you're right. I guess what do you prioritize more? And I guess I prioritize because I, that movie isn't fun to watch for me. Here's the problems. It's like, okay, I don't know. The delivery is just not there. That's but fair. But once again, the plot is there. The plot is there. What's happening is there. But, uh, dude. Okay, yeah. let's you know, get past I it. I can't change your we, mind. Let's, let's wrap this we can't list j- up. Let's wrap this what list is, up with the obvious... What? Is your give me your two and one because I think they're going to be the same for both of us. Yeah, they're going to be so. Number two is number four, and number one is five. Same here. Okay, same here. I was five. so scared you were going to say 
<laughs> I, I want to I want to add something to this list by saying I honestly don't really like any of the Star Wars movies except these two. Yeah, <laughs> like, I really like. I, I like honestly six. just. I honestly don't like. I don't like six. I, as much as I'm praising three, like I really don't feel like the need to put it on that often. I have fun with it, but these are the only two movies where I'm like, okay, the Star Wars stuff is amazing. The mm-hmm. filmmaking itself is amazing. These are awesome films. This is the yeah. reason people care about Star Wars is these two mm-hmm. films. It's so funny and that that kind of happened. Like every other movie isn't that great except for the yeah. first two, and you love it, yeah. and they're still making it, and it makes so much money. But uh, yeah, we can number four, perfect opener to anything. What a yeah. world that he created! What a what a, it just drops you right in. I love that when a movie just drops you right in. Like yeah, you should know all this. It's like duh, they yeah. don't give you the exposition, other than the the obviously the flashcards the scroll at the beginning but that's, that's true its that's trademark true. that's its thing but but also <laughs> yeah. it doesn't say like it's not doing one of those things like i guess it it spills it out for you but it oddly feels natural it just sets yeah. what the yeah. world is going through like I, I mean have you seen the movie looper yeah that movie does a great job of just kind of like yeah this is what happens these are what our jo- this is my job that's what happens Okay, you're in. Like yeah. it just it just goes. Hey, there's a war going on and there's a rebellion, and that's all you need to know. Boom. Yeah. Like the, the fun it, fact: Looper's actually from Ryan Johnson, who made The Last Jedi. What'd you say? Oh, Looper it is. Oh. Was made by Ryan Johnson, who made The it's Last Jedi. It's a great Jedi. movie. Oh, and well, Knives Out Looper's is a great a good movie. movie. Looper is a good movie. Uh, but. Yeah, the Star Wars itself, I mean, I don't know. There's not. I, I can't say anything that people haven't already said. I agree with you. It opens right in the action. You can tell yep. it's a living, breathing world. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Great yeah. film. Um, if and there's anything I could change about it, I guess it would be that the, the, you know, the Death Star fight, like the actual ship fight itself, sometimes feels a little dated and long. Maybe when I rewatch okay. it at least. Yeah, but like, it is. It's I can't hate on that. It's so foundational to filmmaking in general, the stuff yeah. they pull off. With the set pieces in that film and just everything, it's it's, all, and, it's awesome. And it's also it was made in 1974, 77, like, 77. Okay, so you can yeah. ignore you you the fact that you can ignore all of that and like oh clearly they're on a soundstage or whatever, and you can look yeah. past that and go whoa this is happening like oh there's a fight going on. It just is a testament to how much you care and how well it's written and how well it's done. When you can look past yeah. the flaws. The flaws of the time. That's such a flaws of the time thing. When yeah, you look exactly. past the flaws of the time, especially nowadays, then you know it's a good movie. It is a good movie. Um, mm-hmm. okay, I will say this. I'll talk about it now rather than later because I think yeah. episode four and six are the ones by far more affected by it is the special edition thing and not being Ugh. able to watch the actual theatrical release. It's so yeah. painful. It's like the CGI problems of the prequels are just being dropped and inserted into the original movies. And I'd love to see them do it now. Why? No, not not because I think it'd be mean. better. A touch-up now. Like, do oh, you fix it agree. now? Because now CGI is like, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Take the original theatrical cut, cut, you know, touch it up, make it HD, release mm-hmm. that. That's what everybody wants to see. No one yeah. wants the the... CGI dinosaur to walk across the screen and cover the entire frame in episode I four. Know, you know what I'm talking so about? That transition. Whack. And Jabba. Why, what is that? And with Jabba, the Jabba scene. Well, is Jabba sort of like, also, wasn't Jabba like, 
He was a human he was just, in that movie. He was just a human. Scene. Yeah. He yeah. was just a human. They didn't actually Which, have it in the movie. That was a deleted scene that they put in afterwards. Really? And they CGI Jabba over the person that was originally shot in that deleted scene. And then they put it in the movie. Which in and of itself to make it make sense. Yeah, it's like, not it bad. It kind of adds stuff. It actually does add stuff to the lore, and it's it's okay. But that one actually yeah. kind of makes sense. But yeah, I don't know, like changing the musical number in Return of the Jedi. Why? Why do you do that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh. Anyway, Empire Strikes Back. All right, back. now let's get let's get back to it's literally one of the best movies of all time. You can't change yeah. my mind about that. It's amazing. It is the perfect sequel. It's the perfect sequel. It's the perfect. Yep next movie the plot twist is amazing one of the best plot twists of all time and yeah the effects went through the roof on that movie like from four to five was like oh my god it was crazy and everything just sucks you right in You, you you cannot dislike this movie you cannot i literally i don't know what flaws it has you might point something out and be like oh yeah that but it's like no it's it's an amazing movie one of the best I literally, I completely agree with you. It's a top ten film of all time for me. Yeah. Um, it, I love the like the story behind it. You know, George Lucas has a story, and he feels like he doesn't have the you know the acumen to direct it or like the time, and so mm-hmm. he gets his old film school professor to direct it, Irving Irvin Kirshner, <laughs> I believe the guy's name is. That dude just went off, man. Like yeah. this is so well directed. Fully went off. Like you can just tell it's like he was waiting to get like a blockbuster to make. And blockbusters weren't mm-hmm. even really a thing when he must have started. And he just yeah. nails it. Like everybody nails it. Um it's just ma- something magical about this movie. It's so rewatchable. Uh yeah. the only he, thing I would change, yeah. literally the only thing I would change about this movie is when Han Solo is frozen in carbonite and Lando's checking if he's alive or not. I wish they left that up in the air and had him die yeah. or something. Or like or maybe show that he died. Because I honestly think that would have been an amazing movie death that they could have pulled off. That being said, in and of itself for this movie, I, I believe that hurts Return of the Jedi more than it hurts this movie. This movie's amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, perfect. It, they specifically did that. They specifically left his death like, oh, is he dead or alive? He could die because but Harrison then, Ford didn't want to come back. Harrison Ford. Well, they didn't, didn't want. leave it ambiguous though, because Lando, do you remember he he checks oh, yeah. and it's like he's like, Oh, he's still alive, but barely, or whatever the heck whatever the heck the line is. Mm-hmm. They throw yeah, that they should have they should have made it. He either should have died. I mean, him dying right at the beginning of Return of the Jedi would have been that would have been bad. That would have been like bad. he comes out of the carbonite and is dead. You're like, What? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, Leia. <laughs> No, I mean, yeah, I can't really but that, that hard. This you're right, that's great. more of a fault of, that's just like in hindsight, it probably, it could have yeah. been really awesome if he died. But, right, right. You know, it's, ugh, man, what a, an amazing The Yoda movie. stuff. The, the Yoda, Yoda stuff. Stu- is, I forget that that's where Yoda comes, like, duh, that's where Yoda yeah. is. But you always, he's such an integral part of this series that you think, and especially watching the prequels, you're like, oh, how is he not in number four. How is he not in the original one? And that's another plot twist that we don't think about now because it's Yoda. Yeah. But this little gremlin, he literally is a gremlin in the first. They make him like such a little, wow, I'm a weird guy. I wow, love him. Wow. I love and then him. he's like, oh, he's the wisest person in the universe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love Fun, that. Okay. 
fun tie-in. This is what I referenced at the beginning. My first exposure to Star Wars. Oh, yeah. Um, well, how do I put it? I really love the Hoth stuff. Like, the, the aesthetic oh, Hoth, of yeah. the snow and feeling like, oh, my gosh, is Luke going to survive, even though you know he is? Like, every mm -hmm. time you watch it, it just hits you. Like, the way they shoot it, and it's just it's visceral. I didn't see any of that. I walked in. I was probably five years old. Maybe you were four. I walked into your room or the, the living room at the time, which became your room later, and yeah. you were watching Empire Strikes Back, and it was literally like the last scene of the movie. Luke is hanging from the bottom of the <laughs> Bespin space base. I had never seen Star Wars, anything Star Wars in my life, but I knew who Luke Skywalker was, and I'm yeah. like, oh, what's, what's happening? Like, why does Luke look like that? And you're like, Luke, Luke's sad. His pet alligator died. <laughs> That's literally I did what you told me. Say that. Why? You did. What? And, and I was so I was like, oh, <laughs> that is sad. His pet <laughs> is sad. What was I talking about? <laughs> well, I watched his, when I watched his the film. Want, I was like, what? His tauntaun. It's his. It's his like yeah. What are they called? The wan? I don't tauntaun. know something with a W. Not a wanton. Oh, tauntaun, tauntaun, <laughs> tauntaun. Yeah, the the little the guys they ride on Hoth. Yeah. When the he tauntaun. when he died and they cut him open. That's you said what I took away from the movie. Died. <laughs> 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 You're like, oh, it's not because the fact that he just got his hand cut off by the <laughs> evilest person in the world who happened and to be his learned. father. No, <laughs> it's because. A month ago, his or however long ago it was in Star Wars time, his his pet alligator his died. Pet alligator died. <laughs> That's what I remember from that movie. And I thought oh. they smelled bad on the outside. Jeez. <laughs> Gosh, man. Yeah. So, what an entrance! What an entrance to it. What? <laughs> oh my! That's hilarious. Uh, that's so funny. I'm. That's hilarious. You remember that? I don't remember that at all. Yeah, I think you're wow. just too young. His pet alligator died. Classic Connor right there. <laughs> Dude. Uh, Man. Well, um, tell us you ready list. for some quick takes? No, I say we have to talk about sequels versus prequels. And obviously, we have both oh, okay. agreed. I think the prequels are better because the just oh. everything that happens in the sequels... It's, it's such a disappointment. It's such a disappointment. And the plot is bad overall. And I said, okay, the prequel's plot is better. But the thing that people need to understand is because the sequels are better and because there is this fight of which is better, the sequels or the prequels, I think the prequels are better. But are the prequels good? No, they're not. Yeah. They're so, both, like, that's thing. where everyone is like, oh, the prequels were masterpieces. We didn't know. I'm like, no, they're not no. good. They're no, they're not, not masterpieces. Good. Not even remotely. In uh, like what CG, I yeah. <laughs> but well, okay. The thing about the prequel for the CG time they were in 1999. Like yeah, that's when it when the prequel trilogy started. I think for CG to get where it is today, you had to have films that looked like the prequels. Yeah, of course. Like, there was so much experimentation going on, and obviously it hurts those films in particular. But um, I think. My take on this is, I yes, I like the prequels more, but ideally, I think the scenes in the sequels are better filmmaking-wise. Yeah. I think the perfect trilogy would have been if you could somehow, in some alternate universe, make the prequel movies using the technology and filmmaking style and some of more of the learned lessons that the sequels had, that would be like mm -hmm. the perfect follow-up Star Wars trilogy. I think yeah. they have opposite problems in so many ways. And yes. if you could mix it together, 
it would make like a beautiful thing. Or if you took the bad stuff and mixed it together, I mean, if you made the sequels using the prequel technology, <laughs> those would be like probably my <laughs> three least favorite films ever made. Yeah, I think those would be, be horrible. Oh my oh. goodness, they'd be terrible. They'd be um, so bad, dude. But here's the thing: if they did that nowadays, like, or if they, oh, we're remaking the prequels or whatever, you know that like Timothy Chalamet would be Anakin Skywalker, and he'd be a better <laughs> actor than Hayden Christensen. Who would the he cast would, be I if they made it right? Who would the oh, cast be if they, they made, made right the Phantom now? Menace? Phantom Menace. Who would it be right now? Oh, I don't know. I, I mean, hopefully I it'd say, be like, Ewan McGregor. McGregor. Would probably be Qui Gon. You know, he'd probably he's be Qui Gon at this he's point. A, he's a little, yeah, and honestly, yeah, I don't know. They'd use an unknown for Anakin, I feel like. They'd well, use an unknown for, for young Anakin, for sure. And like young Obi-Wan. No, I, I don't like. know. Young, there are some good actors who, can, who are younger who can play that. Oh, it'd be someone like Tom Holland or Timothy oh, yeah. Chalamet. Tom Holland would be Obi-Wan? Like, that's kind of fair. Tom Holland would be <laughs> a way better fair. Anakin. <laughs> Tom Holland would be a great but he, Anakin. He would, he'd be the age for Obi-Wan in that movie. He'd be Padawan Obi-Wan with the little braid. I th- uh, maybe <laughs> yeah he would he would he just looks so Spider-Man? young like you <laughs> you and McGregor just looked like like a man Tom Holland still looks like a, a, he looks very young where you wouldn't take him as serious how old is you and yeah. McGregor when you made that movie but like, you and McGregor back in 1999 he looked pretty young I know it was he did the time he of looked pretty young which... but he didn't look like he was 18. He looked like he was like yeah. 25. But like Tom he Holland's was clearly 25. Tom Holland is 25, I think. Well, yeah, but he looks so like he looks like he's 18. He plays yeah, a true. convincing 18-year-old to this day. Like he looks like one. Um, I know who would that's it be? You and McGregor would probably Man, be Qui Gon. That'd be dope. Uh, I don't know. There's, Man, you know, just I'd love to hear your take. Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio <laughs> would rather- be Jar Jar. oh gosh what a what a crazy world to think of had that crazy world so let's get to quick takes let's get uh, it's we're getting a bit of a long episode here yeah we are okay i'll do the i'll do the thing really quick quick takes quick takes everybody loves our quick takes it's quick takes with connor and vince yeah all right, then. So what's your quick take? Hit me with a quick take. Quick take. Okay, my quick take is the Star Wars quick take I was going to talk about earlier. Yes. Solo. I don't mind spoiling it for you. I'm, there's no spoilers to speak of anyway. Yeah, I, right. I think Solo is a perfectly okay film. First half mm-hmm. is kind of blah. But then there's like a Kessel Run sequence in the middle that's really sick. There's some cool things that happen at the end. And I actually feel like, okay, it's a good take. They didn't do anything wrong with Han or Lando or Chewie as characters. It, it was cool. a perfectly fine film. I think of it similarly to Rogue One. I'd put it probably right in the same area of the list. You know, just oh, yeah. a perfectly fine film. Good, Looks good. Um, okay, Mandalorian and Boba Fett. Those two shows, to me, would sandwich episode three. If you guys remember, I had episode three in, like, third place. I think Boba Fett is, like, worse than episode three. Um, I'll avoid getting into too many spoilers with you, Connor. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. you haven't seen it yet, and it is really fresh, hop out, you know, right off the press recently. Yes. But it's it's unfocused as heck. The first mm. three or four episodes feel like their own show. That's kind of just benign and, and perfectly fine. And then mm. the other three episodes that follow it have like really high highs and like extremely low lows, especially in the finale. I, I mm. hated the finale of that show. Dang. Dang. Like not a good finale. Um but How I will long say are each of the episodes, Amanda, like fifty minutes? Yeah, yeah. Some okay. of them are even shorter. Uh, and it's six episodes? But it's, it's, it's worth watching. I think it's seven. It's seven episodes. Okay. That's cool. That's true. In times, I'll say this too. You're kind of like, why is it called Book of Boba Fett? Because at times it feels like Mandalorian 2.5. Mm. And it's like, okay, why? 
why, especially at the end of the show, it's just like, I don't know. Anyway, okay. Mandalorian, though. Mandalorian is what stylistically and story-wise, I think I wish the sequels could have been. Mm-hmm. Or honestly, it's perfect for what it is. I don't think it wish it could be anything else. It's like as good as a Star Wars show as, as you could have made at that moment in the midst of like these terrible movies coming out, in my opinion. It's a really solid kind of down-to-earth story using a lot of really cool unexpected elements from Star Wars. Emotionally, uh, I mean, I know it's been a year. I'll avoid spoiling the season two finale <laughs> for you. I know it's been a while. Yeah. Uh, I literally, I don't cry very often watching movies or TV. I actually cried at the end of the season two finale. And if I mean, you've seen it, you I know, know exactly, exactly what why. you're talking about. I know what you're talking oh, about. You know what I'm talking about? I mean, yeah, the Luke course. Skywalker returning. Yes, of course. That was the crazy. way that happened. Yeah, it didn't look perfect or anything, but it's just sort of like the sentiment of that and being like, yeah. oh, that was the return of Luke Skywalker that we all really wanted. Yeah. I mean, he felt like a different Luke Skywalker in Last Jedi. So I think there's a lot that that show accomplishes and a lot that it does right. I think if it were a movie, it'd be the, or I'll just say it this way. I think it's the best thing in Star Wars besides the two amazing masterpiece films that are yeah. uh, Star Wars and The Empire Strikes Back. I think Mando's man, I just the best need thing to watch the, I just need to binge these, man. I'll binge them. You should. You should. Today. I'll start today. Yeah, watch Mando. Watch Mando. By next episode, I'll talk show. about what we're, I'll talk about it. Yeah, give your quick takes on them next time or something. What's, yeah, so what's yeah. your quick take this week? I imagine My it's quick not going to be Star Wars related. All right. It is not Star Wars related. This might be the most controversial thing I've ever said in my life. And I stand by it, Vince. I stand by this. Ooh. Pepsi okay. is better than Coke. Oh, gosh. There. I said it. Oh, Pepsi is better than Coke. My Your roommate inner makes fun of me all the time. Out. My inner southerner is right out, man. Pep's better than Coke, man. I'll tell you what. <laughs> no, if I was a real southerner, uh, I'd be like, Dr. Pepper is where it's Dr. at. Dr. You know? Pepper. Dr. Mr. Pepper Pib? is the southern thing. Pib nah. Extra? Pib Extra. Pib Light. No, Dr. Pepper's <laughs> amazing. Uh, Dr. Pepper's great, but uh, no, Pepsi. Dr. I just Pepsi like Pepsi good. more than Coke. I, I used to agree with you. I used to. I had a tear you where I thought Pepsi be, was better. You you used to be smart. I, that's all. That's what I used I'm to be, I used to be you right. You used to be wise. <laughs> you used to be correct. Now you're wrong. Um, My roommates make mm-hmm. fun of me all the time. They're like, your blood is Pepsi. And I remember we were like at a party <laughs> at our house. And my, we ordered pizza, and like we had drinks and everything here. And my roommate looked at me, and she was like, I'm going to get you a two-liter of Pepsi, Connor. I was like, thank you. <laughs> and I drank it that <laughs> night. I drank all of it that night. <laughs> yeah. I will drink Pepsi a whole two-liter of Pepsi in a day. Do you remember when that was a thing? It was like Pepsi, real sugar, like the classic version. When that was like yes. coming out, I got a 12-pack from somebody on my birthday, and I did drink half of that in a day. Yeah. And I ate a lot of beef jerky. And then I got my blood taken the next day, and they thought I had a bunch of diseases just because I had a high sodium count in my blood. It was a really weird thing. I could go into all the details, but I won't. Um, yeah, uh, anyway, I think Coke's better, but I don't know. Super subjective. I do think You're this is an wrong. interesting thing, though. Coke is like the in the industry of the American South. Like Atlanta, Coca-Cola. Yeah, is. Oh, yeah. That is Coke it. is also I'm the sure most distributed product on the planet. That is an interesting fact that I didn't know. That, mm-hmm. and it is the it, number one I heard that its original product. color is green. I heard that it's green until they color See, that's, it with like caramel Pepsi's coloring. better. Pepsi's better. No, that's Pepsi's why, the same why. way, dude. Pepsi's for sure Blah, 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 blah. It's hear. toxic sludge, whichever way, whichever way you I cut it. I have three Pepsi um, cans on my desk right now. That's not a joke. They're, they're finished? Empty. You drank yes. them all? Well, I didn't morning? drink them all. To, no, not this morning. 
I drank one this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Breakfast I mean, of champions, like, Vince. You're, you're like the the person that uh, has the, instead of a cup of coffee, you got your can of Pepsi. It's like, I can't get my morning wake up. Yeah, it's either that or in. tea. <laughs> Tea's good. I, yeah, yesterday I was I just think it's tea. funny. I, I don't know if it's just a Virginia Beach thing, but I always associated people liking Pepsi more with being from the South. But I think, like, Coca-Cola is, like, so integral to, like, the American South no, that it's South funny. is... The co- they call Coke, they call soda Coke in the Coke. South. Well, they, sell, they call soda Coke out here in California, too. Really? It's weird. So you're yeah. wrong in California, yeah. like, too? It's, they call it Diet Coke. Like, I mean, just for reference, I work part-time at, at a movie theater, yeah. and people come up, and they're like, they're like, can I have a Diet Coke? I'm like, it's a Coca-Cola freestyle machine. You can get whatever you want. I'm just going to give you a cup. <laughs> but they're like, can I have a large Diet Coke? I'm like... Go fill it yourself. But, yeah, why, why are you specifically <laughs> mentioning Diet Coke right now? What a weird, like, thing to call soda. It's called soda or pop. <laughs> yeah, pop is better. <laughs> I My friend up here is from Ohio, and we debate all the time. Our biggest debate is where is Washington, D.C.? Virginia, dude. Thank you. Thank you. He's like, no, it's Maryland. I'm like, no, it's nah, Virginia. That's, that's what I learned in no. my Virginia class. It's, I mean, specifically, they put it right on the border so that it's both, but it's Virginia. Well, it's technically its own thing, but no, it totally <laughs> is because... <laughs> then make it a here's state. The thing, here's the thing. This is almost its own quick take, so I'll make it quick. But Double quick takes. I think, I think it is uh, more so Virginia than it is Maryland because in Mar- like Baltimore is not that far away from Washington, D.C., Mm-hmm. And Virginia, yeah, you have Arlington, but that's just an extension of D.C. So Virginia, its northern base is all, like, centered around D.C., whereas Maryland, it's Very like, true. oh, you got Baltimore. You don't need D.C. right there. Mm-hmm. And I've never, I I've never once associated. Uh, my girlfriend is from Maryland. I need to have that conversation with her. <laughs> well, it's both. I mean, it really is both, but if it's, it's one, both. more one like, or the other, That's the thing is it's that it's Virginia. both. But I th- yeah, I just think Virginia bases itself on D.C. more than Maryland does. You're right. Agreed. Agreed. But, I mean, I, we're from the part of Virginia that's the South Basically Virginia. North so we're North Carolina. Yeah. Not North Basically. Carolina, but, like, we're Virginia we're Beach. We're right on the border So that's it. Virginia. Virginia yeah. associates itself with Virginia Beach or Hampton Roads, Richmond, and then D.C. D.C., yeah, Richmond sucks. I don't know if that's a, like a whole Virginia Beach. <laughs> Richmond Sorry sucks. Sorry to anyone from Richmond. No, nah, y'all are cool. Like VCU is great. Right I get now. it. I get it. But wow, what a bland, boring city. It's brown. Oh, cover and your gray. ears, proud Richmonders. Sorry, I know that's my little. I know that. Sorry. The capital of. I have that strong state. opinions about <laughs> about uh, my. <laughs> About my state. Uh, okay, this yeah. is the. Well, <laughs> this has been the longest was, episode we've has. ever recorded. But you know what? There's a lot of love for Star Wars. There's a, a lot, lot of love and hate because honestly, hate. most of the movies are terrible. Just objectively, like here's not the good. thing: the only movie I hate is eight. Yeah, like that's true. That's the only that's one true. I hate. Everything else, I'll watch gladly. Yeah, that's like, true. Let's turn it on. Let's go. Maybe not. Nine. We can agree there. But I don't know. We Nine's kind of close to that too. Whatever. We we already opened this can. We can of agree there. We should mm-hmm. close it on happiness and joy and talk and and think of think of good thoughts towards Star Wars and the Empire Strikes Back and Just what they've done for five. film and oh, for yeah. people to talk about film like this or to have podcasts. I'm sure mm-hmm. so many people have done Star Wars episodes for a reason because it's fun yep. and because they love it. And it's also funny how. 
All right. Never mind. We'll talk. This will be my quick take later. Oh, okay. Okay. Left you on a cliffhanger mm, there. I'm getting excited. Cliffhanger. Yeah. Well, folks. All right. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to us blab about our our uh, <laughs> love for for um galaxy Star far, Wars. far. Okay, I'm done. I'm, it's too corny. <laughs> Bye, folks. <laughs> We're too corny. Goodbye, folks. Have a beautiful day.